On this edition of the Fast Sim News, we take a look at the first half, and we say, who should go where? That's right, it's a trade machine edition of the Fast Sim News, coming up next. R-kioski on jäätelökioski. 500 R piristävät päivääsi esimerkiksi buffetin ja pingviini tuutti suloisan suklaan voimin. Kappale hinta 1,25. Rälle siis. Nopea ja mukavaan ateriointi. R-kioski. It's the Kamish special edition of the podcast. Wasn't going to do this, but I couldn't resist. Look, the only reason I play Fasten, the reason I invented it, is because I wanted a situation where teams are moving players, where guys are going all over the place, where you see action all the time. And uh, we're not as action-packed as we need to be. And so I thought maybe people just need the Kamish to come in and help out. Maybe, you know, grease the skids a little bit and help folks find some deals. And so, just going to look around a little bit and tell you what I see. Because for me, here's some things I would do. And instead of trying to actually go out and make you trades, I'm just going to look at each team and tell you who some trade assets are, some trade pieces. And I think before we do that, we got to look at the pretenders and the contenders. I think the obvious contenders are Sakamo, Pori, of course, obviously, one and two. Uh, I think Lapua is a definitive contender. Slash tag, you're welcome. Just kidding, but no. Uh, I'm glad to see that team on the right side of the island here. Um, it's just a lot of talent on that team. Uh, Yansu, seven games up in the wild card, clearly a contender. Um, and then you get to the teams that are sort of in the middle. Kuvala, Sanioki, Tampere, Havinka. What should you do if you're one of those teams? You know, it's four teams fighting for one playoff spot. It's a tough deal. We'll get to that in a second. Vimpolin Helsinki, if for me, I would sell everything in the house. I would literally sell everything in the house. I would start taking things off the walls and take them and sell them. Um, let's look at Vimpoli first. Um, that Vimpoli team offensively is not a whole lot of anything that I would go out and get. Um, there are some guys that could help you if you needed them. You know, Yandel Lamsa, probably the best of those guys. Um, part two, Park, uh, Park Petrokanen. I uh, never mind. You don't want him. Just kidding. Um, but um, I think it's the top, top of their order, really, that one, two, three of their order could help you out. But but I'm not so sure anybody cares about that. What would be most interesting, probably, is really just the one, two. Um, Isalo, Tedio. Um, starts there, stops there, the end. Um, more than anything else, I think if you can if you can get yourself an Isalo, you go from you know, from contender to, to elite team. Um, Tedio is a nice consolation prize, only 26 years old. Um, I think he's got a team-friendly contract. I don't remember. Yeah, he does because he's a Filipino draft guy. So um, a guy that's probably going to want an extension. So maybe Vimpoli doesn't move him. But, um, you know, Isalo's also under a disgustingly happy team-friendly deal, um, which may be a reason why you wouldn't trade him. But let's be real. Like, the guy is an elite pitcher, and if you have a chance to go out and get you a first-round pick and some other assets, you should make that happen. Um, and I think there are a lot of teams, again, that would go from being okay to being like, it's a guy that can go for you twice in, the, in every postseason series, in addition to whatever else you already have. And so if that doesn't get your, your thistle wet, I don't know what else is going to help you. Um, Helsinki, a team that's actually kind of, you know, interesting how they've fallen off. Uh, Christy Grannis is not the Christy Grannis of old. Um, it's, just, it's just not. 
it's just just not it's just kind of having a decline um but uh maybe you want to just you know you want to you know want to want to like hang on to the old days and and have him retire but honestly if it were me um i'd find a way to move that contract um and that guy onto another club um he's actually in a walk year so it's a really good time to say you know goodbye to chrissy um two-time mvp i think he definitely has some interest he's a positive war guy can play first base um you know again he won't command what he could have commanded two seasons ago but I still think he's a guy that, that if you can get him, you do. Um, also on that team, Tony Egberg, um, not having a great year, 30 years old, but still an elite third baseman. Um, a guy that, again, positive war guy. So if you can, if you could get him on your team, uh, it'd make, make sense of that. It'd be a good idea. Um, Lucas Cams, Joe Morrison, um, not having great seasons, but I think, well, Cams is having a fine season. Uh, Joe Morrison is, is definitely kind of on a decline, but I think they're guys that if you get them on a better team would be really, really useful. Um, so Helsinki should be should be you know handling lots of phone calls. I would say over the next couple of days, if teams are smart, because they've got a few spare parts that could really help you out. You don't need draft picks. You need the talent on that team to help you get over the hump. Uh, Mike just fell. Um, and so let's take a look at these teams that are close. Tampa Bay started off hot and kind of fell down a little bit. Uh, that's a team that I think could make some moves. Um, you know, they're probably going to be a little quiet, but I think that, you know, with any kind of help, with any kind of help, that team goes from being a team that's sort of, you know, in the middle there to staying hot um, and being in a, been a conversation for, you know, not just a playoff spot, but perhaps more. They've just, in, in simulations I've seen, that team just has a lot of, for whatever reason, there's something about that team that they can, they can kind of get it together at the right time. I'm looking at them and I'm not sure exactly what it is, but I will say that offensively, that they, they, you know, their three, four hitters aren't even hitting 200. So that that's that's where they need help. So if if you're smart, you're hitting up them, but you're saying, hey, looks like you need some offense. I've got some. How about you take these bets off my hands and send me one of those first round draft picks you have? Um, I'm sure they'll make some moves in the Filipino draft, obviously, and that'll help them a lot. Um, that lottery pick, those lottery picks will help immensely, I'm sure. But um, but one guy is not going to get it done. You're going to need a couple of guys to come in and help you out. Uh, looking at a Havinka, Havinka's in a weird spot. You know, they've been sort of on the clo- close, close to making it happen every year, and then they fall down. Um, obviously, I'm sure they'll make some moves tomorrow in the draft, and will um, get themselves, you know, some some real help. We've seen over in the past how the Filipino draft can help teams go from being sort of the mid- middle of the road to into the postseason, and I expect this year we'll definitely see that. Um, these teams that are kind of fight- vying for that that last spot there, but. Again, there are players out here. So, I mean, so Havinka's maybe more of a buyer than a seller. I don't know that you're contacting Havinka to say, hey, give me some players to help me contend. But maybe they should be more of a buyer uh, than other teams. But who knows what they'll do. Sinaioki is another team that needs has has some decisions to make. You know, do you do you go forward again? I mean, Herman Samuel, you know, Thor, uh, Clement Robert, uh, Timo Arjanen, um you know, Kunin is, Kunin is uh, you know, sort of on the back end, back end of 30, almost 35 years old, you know, Corey Vellis. Um, it's a funny team. I think you got it. Maybe you give it one more year with that team before you decide to blow the whole thing up. Um, but it, but I will say this, if you were willing to say, you know what, okay, we're a game out, but I don't know what it's going to look like for us in the postseason, And I don't know that we can get back to a final or anything like that. So maybe I say the heck with it and I blow the whole thing up. You might, you know, imagine what a Herman Samuel could command on a market right now. You know, I haven't created a, I don't know that you have enough tools to give you what you would need to get a guy like that, 
But um, what's funny is this, that's funny about their team. Their, their core are all guys that are under 30. So maybe, you know, he can wait it out. Like he doesn't really have to go out and make crazy moves like a lot of other teams do. That's the other thing teams have to figure out is like, what is the age of your core? Um, this is the big year. We're going to have all these free agents coming out. I'm sure teams are offering extensions already. But it's going to be really interesting to see how teams adjust. Um, Pori is still doing Pori things. Uh, they went out and got Lex Draxler, who's actually not having a great season from a record perspective, but is pitching okay otherwise. Uh, and I'm sure he'll turn it around. If Gregor Hayson is your fifth pitcher, you've got some problems. Um, and so that can be a really, really hard team to beat. And I mean, they still got money to go out and get a Filipino player as well. So to help that offense, what I would assume. Um, but it's gross to think about the fact that that team is four games up and they're not even, and they're having a down year for Pori. Um, Sakamo is doing Sakamo things. Um, another team that could really benefit from, I know that all these teams could benefit from a little bit of offense, I think. And I think they'll get that in the Filipino draft. Uh, Yansu is a surprise team. Um, the kind of team that I'd love to see do some, do some, do some aggressive contending. Um, they're a team that, so this is really the last part of this is looking at the teams that are, that a player or two could put them into the conversation of winning it all. And I think Yansu is among those teams. Yansu and Lapua to me are both those teams that you get the, you get a piece or two to those teams. I would go for, especially Lapua, because that team is so, I think offensively is quite rickety. Pitching wise is pretty good. Although I think they could really use a, you could use a bottom of the rotation guy. But but offensively, if you look at that team, to me, they're not far off uh, from either being a contender and winning at a hall, or being a team that like wins you know only wins sixty games. So just depending on how things go, and so I think while the while the iron's hot, if we're me, I strike I strike the iron and go ahead and try to go ahead and go for it. Um, the season while you can. Um, Yansu is another team, like I said, that I think should do a similar thing. If it were me, I'm going out and I'm talking to some of those bottom teams. And I'm saying, hey, look, what's it going to take for me to get a Chrissy Grannis on my team, you know, in a walk year? Look, he's leaving anyway. I mean, maybe you can sign him, but do you really need to do that? You're in last place. Does it make sense to sign this guy? Um, he's 29. It's not like he's 26. Um, he's, on a, he's, you know, he's on a downward slope, but he can get a ring and you can get a pick out of it. Because, um, I mean, I think, I mean, is Chrissy Grannis worth a first-round pick? Not anymore. But maybe a second, you know, maybe, you know, some kind of Filipino pick, maybe something like that. Um, so you get an actual actual player as well as something else. Uh, to me, that seems like a fair deal. Um, but Yansu, seriously, you get to me, you get Tommy Carlson out of that third, out of that fourth spot um, and get somebody who actually knows how to hit a baseball. And all of a sudden, you know, you're giving Sakamo a run for their money in that division and in the postseason, who knows what can happen. I just, I'm really excited to see this thing down the stretch, to see it all come together. Um, the draft will obviously give us some more crystallizing of things, but I think teams that are going to want to get ahead are going to need to be aggressive and go out and find, and teams at the bottom are going to need to be be willing to, you know, sort of figure out where they're at and be willing to move guys. Um, Cause it's fun to hold on the dudes. But I think when you're playing once at once every other week, fast and this isn't like a league that, gives you more time to play around you know the seasons go quick and so you need to you know be be willing to to you know part with guys you know you can't get too emotional about team players on these kinds of teams because the rebuilding process is so so much faster here if you're willing to be a little aggressive and so the first team that's willing to do that is going to pay dividends i think um but you know that's why you're the gms and that's why i'm not so that's it that's the episode Looking forward to seeing what happens on the other side of this. Until next time, it's the Commission signing off.